This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Here we go. It's hour four of the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. Hope you're having a great day, and I hope you are as excited for the Texas Rangers as we are. And joining us now from the Dallas Morning News is Sean McFarland. Uh, here as uh, you can get him on Twitter at McFarlane underscore Sean and a good afternoon Sean how the heck are you I'm doing great we got beautiful weather in Surprise Arizona and yeah baseball's back and we have Wyatt Langford taking cuts in the cage on your ex account man how awesome was that to get a chance to see in person he, he can hit the ball man I mean I remember when he was drafted, and he came out to Globe Life Field just to do when he signed his contract and then took BP at the field. His uh, his college coach uh, from Florida called me and said, like, you have to go watch his BP because it's one of the best things you'll ever watch. Um, and he wasn't kidding. I mean, that, that dude can hit the ball. That much is clear. So, Sean, when, uh, now that you're out there at spring training, you got eyes on this team. What, what were some of the things that you were most excited for getting out there to spring training? Yeah, I think it, it's watching. I mean, Langford is up there um, just because there's so much speculation about where he lands up, where he lands and where he starts this season. Um, and kind of getting to see him operate and exist in a major league clubhouse around other major league players. I mean, the one thing Bruce Bochy talked about today is like he's just a lot like Evan Carter, just kind of mature beyond their years. You don't really notice that they're, 21 years old who don't have a ton of experience at this level. Um, you know, I think that's the big reason why Evan Carter found so much success last year was that mm-hmm. he looked and felt comfortable. And I think I'm you're kind of seeing that with Langford, um, even just seeing him at the batting cage or just kind of walking around. Um, he looks, he looks the part. Um, and then I think, that, you know, the other thing is going to start tomorrow when the game starts is seeing a lot of these, pitchers who have a chance to prove something this spring um you know guys like owen white and colwyn and Jack lighter and mark church um guys who you know the club really hopes can step up this year especially as we're waiting for the scherzers and the groms of the world to get back and kind of seeing what those guys can do in the interim and if any of them can provide something for the team yeah sean it seems like it, a lot of the national media seems to think if the Rangers are going to struggle it is because of that starting rotation until maybe you're able to get some of those reinforcements back from injury are you worried about that or do you think what they currently have as constructed will be okay especially with how dominant this offense could be if you look at the five guys who will most likely be your starting rotation with Evaldi, Gray, Dunning, 
Bradford in that crew. Like, I think that's a fine five to get you through to the all-star break before Scherzer and DeGrom and Tyler Malley return. The issue is if one or two of them goes down with an injury at any point, there's just not a lot of depth behind them. So if you're talking about that five-man starting rotation as it is from a talent and ability perspective, you know, it's gonna, it can win you some ball games when you couple it with this offense and this defense. The issue is there isn't a whole lot of depth behind them, a lot of proven depth at least. You know, that's why we talk about the Lighters and Owen Whites and Cole Wins of the world. If, if any of them can, you know, provide something, you kind of need that depth. Of those guys, who do you think is the favorite to do so? I think Owen White makes a lot of sense because he got the experience last year um, at the major league level. Um, you know, Jack Leiter looked a lot better when he came back off the uh, off of the developmental list last year in his last few starts to close his season. Um, you know, Colwyn really struggled the last year and was in the bullpen down in uh, Round Rock by the end of it. But you know, he looked good this winter and. You know, again, that's why this spring, I think, is important for them because, you know, this is a chance to, to prove yourself and prove that you belong. But I, I think Owen White, because he has the experience of that group of young guys drafted in the last few years, um, he might be the guy with the inside track because he has that experience. It's Sean McFarland, Morning News, here with you, uh, talking Rangers live from Surprise. Is Kumar Rocker an interesting storyline at this point, or do we need to give it more time? I would say give it more time, at least until he's back throwing again. I mean, he's still not even close to a year post-surgery. Um, I think it will be interesting when he does come back because he'll have had time to not just rehab the current injury that he's rehabbing from, but previous ones and get some time off, time away from throwing. Because, um, yeah, he, he looked really good in his first few starts he made last year um, as a pro. And then the injuries, you know, sidelined him. But, you know, he was a guy that when he was at Vanderbilt and in the pre-draft process, it was like if he's healthy, he's a guy that's not too far away from Major League Baseball. But to your point, I think it, it we do have to wait until he's closer to being back to actually pitching before we can start thinking too much about him. Sean, I think we're looking at DH with Mitch Garver leaving. You brought up Wyatt Langford. We, we talked about that. But Justin Foscue's gotten a lot of buzz as well. How do you see that battle there between Foscue and Wyatt Langford? Yeah, I think it's Foscue, Wyatt Langford, and to throw a third guy in there, it's Ezekiel Duran, um, who, you know, the story with him last year was it's a promising bat kind of without a permanent home uh, because, you know, he's not going to get many full-time reps at shortstop with Seager there or at third, but it is the three of those guys. And I think it's a really fun battle. Um, you know, Foskey has kind of said in the past that he likes the idea of playing DH because what he's here to do is hit and what he does best is hit. Um, and that's the role that fit, fits him well. You know, Zeke got 20 games at DH last year and did a pretty good OPS in those reps it's a hard position for young players to kind of acclimate to because you're taken out of the flow of the game versus if you're playing in the outfield or infield or wherever and then and then obviously Langford um you know it's an interesting role for where he could land whether it's you know rotation outfielder or 
rotating DH, but you know, my my guess is if it's going to be one of those younger guys, it's going to be kind of a rotating cast based on matchups that day, or you know, can they get Adolis Garcia off his feet for a day and have him play DH, or get Nate Lowe off his feet and have him play DH? I think it's going to be, you know, all signs the way the Rangers talked about it this winter was it's, it's most likely going to be a DH by committee based on matchups and whatnot. Sean, okay, you got boots on the ground there and surprise. Who's the guy that uh, you feel like has has reinvented himself the most in this offseason? Maybe he's maybe he's physically looks bigger or he's lost weight or maybe he's a pitcher who's added an interesting pitch to his arsenal. That's a good question. I, I think really looking forward to seeing Dane Dunning pitch tomorrow um, because he quite literally told us at went at a fan fest that he is trying to add another pitch to his arsenal. Um, he wouldn't tell us what it was at the time. He said it would be a surprise for, well, surprise actually. Hmm. Um, but, you know, that's the guy that, you know, he was the pitching MVP of the team last year and he gave them really important innings. And, you know, if he comes in after having a a really good season last year and is kind of adding stuff to his arsenal, um, I think that could be really fun. Um, cause he's a, you know, doesn't have a ton of velocity, obviously, but he knows how to throw his pitches. And if he can throw one more tool on there, um, that could be really fun. So that's kind of the, the guy who's added something or changed something that I'm most interested in seeing. And he will be starting tomorrow's, uh, cactus league opener. So that's convenient. It's Sean McFarland covering your Texas Rangers on uh, in the Dallas Morning News here on from Surprise right here in the G Bag Nation. I do want to ask you because we had Travis Jankowski. What an amazing story it was last year. The Rangers have some interesting veteran names that they brought in, whether it be Jared Walsh. You've also got Matt Duffy. If you had to say like, okay, this could be one of those veterans that ends up surprisingly making this team. Do you have a bet? Yeah, I, I think. One guy is Danny Duffy, who was with the team last year, but he's sort of in the same role again where, you know, could he be that depth starting option? He's, you know, pitched with Kansas City for a while. He's got experience. And could he be that guy that can be a starting option when or if, you know, one of those five starters happens to go down with injury in the first half? Um, I am really interested in seeing what, Jared Walsh looks like this spring um, just because, yeah, I mean, he was an all-star two seasons ago and then he had neurological issues that kind of sidelined his career for a little bit. But, you know, I was watching him take BP today and like he can hit the ball. Like he can, he can put some thunder into that ball. Um, And that's just like an interesting guy that isn't too far removed from being a really, really good first baseman. And, you know, as we talk about the opening designated hitter, like, is he someone who, you know, to your point, has that Travis Jankowski effect and finds his way under the roster at some point and provides something. Um, so those are kind of the two guys that, of that veteran group, um, I'm most interested in watching. Sean, what's it like covering a World Series champion clubhouse there in spring training? It's good, man. And, and it's, you know, it, it's it's very much the same as it was last year. I mean, it's very, you know, they're just very business oriented you know that it's it was that way from start to finish last season even when they were looked like the best team in baseball for a while and even when they looked 
really bad when they lost eight games in a row in August and were falling out of the playoff race. I mean, they have a very, very steady mindset and approach. And, you know, again, this, this clubhouse is kind of operating as it was all last season, which I think is a good thing. And I think that's, you know, kind of the Bruce Bochy effect too of that steady hand and you're seeing it in the way guys operate and the way guys go about their business pretty much. How much investigating have you been doing on the uh, on the uniform front? Seems like everybody's pretty perturbed at these crappy new uniforms that MLB's running out here. Are the players upset in that clubhouse? Do you know, it seems like, are we getting see-through pants? I'm seeing see-through pants, Sean. So it's funny you ask, like, you know, I noticed today, like, it didn't look like the Rangers' pants were too see-through, which I guess is a plus considering, you know, we all saw those Shohei Otani pictures where they were, like, very see-through. Um they don't look too bad, honestly. And, you know, we talked to one player today. It's a ringing said, endorsement. You know, yeah. Like, we, we, we talked with one player today who who said, you know, I don't really have an issue with the, these uniforms, but I also don't know why they changed them because we all like the old uniforms. More of a PG-13 um, see-through than R-rated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if you really, really looked, maybe. But um, it wasn't as obvious as some of the photos we've seen online, which I guess is... I guess that's something, but yeah, it, it seems like the Rangers uniforms don't look too bad, but it, it seems like, you know, the general takeaway is they're fine, but what was the point of changing them? Now, uh, I have some sound here. If you're down to play a little game, name that Ranger. I got some analysis from our guy, Jared Sandler here. It's only like three seconds worth of analysis, but I, I would love for you to hear the analysis. Uh, it's sort of a hint, and then you guess that Ranger. Are you down? Okay. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Jared Sandler, here is uh, here's his analysis. You know, what he's got working there between the knee and the waist is pretty impressive. <laughs> what do you be talking about? <laughs> oh, I don't even want to take a guess. A knee and the – oh, man. <sighs> I'm going to – you know what? Just because um, – there's been a lot of chatter on Twitter about how strong Wyatt Langford's quads look. I'm going to say Wyatt Langford. No way! Let's go, Sean. Sean McFarland. Nice work, you bro. You nailed it, bro. That was amazing. I, I felt like you that were going to get that as you were thinking about the answer. I, I was thinking. I was like, all right, like. He's got a long, he's got a strong lower half. Like the dude is built incredibly strong. And it was just like, you know what? It's got to be Wyatt Langford. Um, I'm proud of that one. That was, that'll, yeah. Whatever I write today, it's not going to be as good as that answer. So. You're covering the hell out of this team, Sean. That's you really you are. Right there. You, know exactly. you got your Appreciate finger on the pulse. It. What yeah. is your favorite thing to do out there in surprise? Um, man, like I like surprise. It is a very, quiet little area um the one thing i will say is like pretty much any chain restaurant you want to go to they have out here which is a plus when you're living here for three weeks or a month or however long it is and there's going to be days where you just want to go find something to eat and not really think about it and you know you can't take a left turn or right turn here without seeing some good looking chain restaurant but um I'm going to try and do some hiking while I'm out here, see Camelback okay. Mountain, all that stuff, because um, yes. the, the skyline here is beautiful. Like, if you look out, it's mountains everywhere, and, you know, as someone who grew up in New England around mountains, I'm very excited to see more of that, and the weather's beautiful, so it's uh, it's a good place to spend a few weeks.
Appreciate your fine work as always, Sean. Is there anything else you've noticed or want to say about this baseball team before we let you go? No, I mean, this is, I, you know, I just got in yesterday, so I'm still kind of acclimating, but I think once the game start up and we start seeing some of these guys in live action and seeing what some of the, you know, some of the more question mark guys actually start doing in games. It's going to get really interesting. So I'm looking forward to that. All righty. Well, we will, uh, we'll see you out there, sir. Have yourself a great uh, a night and a weekend and uh, we'll catch up with you soon. Appreciate you guys. Salute. There you go. Sean McFarland morning news here with you on your home of the world series champions as the greatest World Series in franchise history officially gets uh, the greatest spring training franchise history gets underway tomorrow at uh, 2 o'clock. That's spring training game one. L.A. Live's coming up at 540. Expressway, the latest news on what you have to know if you're going to the AAC for the Mavs game tonight. Might not even be able to get in unless you stay tuned to it next in the nation. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.